0: Welcome to From the Touchline, the Scarborough Rugby Union Football Club podcast. So
1: warm welcome back to episode six here on the From the Touchline, our podcast here at Silveroid. Um, and again, joined by Sharon. Sharon, we're really motoring through this podcast, aren't we?
0: We are, aren't we, Charlie? It's going really quickly. It's um, from when we started and sort of looking ahead and thinking will we have enough content for maybe five episodes will we have enough guests will we have people actually wanting to listen to us um so yeah episode 6 here we go
1: and how are you doing this week after well obviously you've had a, a bit of a fall in the sports oh, hall but how are you doing I'm
0: good i'm good yeah pick myself up go again yeah, yeah
1: well uh, we've also, we've also had a really busy week at silveroid of course at the high of saturday's game and then we, we we go on what what what's been going on for for people who maybe haven't been up to the club since since saturday
0: um, well, we've had lots of stuff happening up here. We've got um, we've had some specials on in Heartless, which have gone really well. Um, pork and uh, apple sauce sandwiches. We've had lots of people coming up and picking up apples that we mm. um, talked about last week. We've still got plenty, so um, I think they're cookers at the moment. So get yourself up here with a, with a bag and get some apples.
1: Please tell me you had one of the pork and apple sandwiches.
0: No, I didn't. I didn't know. I was lucky oh. enough to be at um lunch pretty much lunch on Saturday um and we had pork there so I had I did have some <sighs> nice. pork and it was lovely thanks to Alan the team who always put out a brilliant lunch for us. Mm. Um but yet no I haven't indulged um during the week. Um why? Would you would you have had that for your lunch?
1: Yeah, if yeah, I was sitting there, I'd be straight through. Would you? That.
0: Oh, 100%. You've got to be really good. When you work... You do
1: have to be really good. Yeah, you do. when you, you work do. in an
0: environment where there's a cafe bar and you've got... I mean, the thing that tempts me every morning is when the scones come out of mm. the oven. Cheese scones fresh out of the oven. I mean, yeah, I'd be all over that. I, but I have to make myself yeah. not... Uh, otherwise, I'd be in there every day and you'd have to widen the doorway for me to get into my office. I mean, if,
1: if I went through there to get a drink and so I'd just be tempted to bring something back with me, I think that'd be the problem.
0: Yeah, yeah, well it's probably a good job you don't work here then.
1: but I work at a hotel, so that's also, oh. you know, breakfast and stuff like that. Yeah. Not a very nice situation to be in.
0: <laughs> oh dear, you just need to um, rein yourself in, Charlie. Yeah, Just think yeah. about all those miles you do on the treadmill in Barrens. I do have and... to... Yeah,
1: But I do wipe my kit down after as well. Oh, well, there Always, you go. Oh, always, Lord. Sharon. Oh, always. I see what you did there. That's... Always wipe my kit down. We're learning, aren't we? We are. We're learning. We are. We're
0: learning. <laughs> and the other thing that's happened is that all the screens, the TV screens in Hartleys, well, actually all around the club, have all been upgraded to full HD TV. So ahead of the Autumn Nations that we will be showing every match in the club um, if it's out of hours for heartless it'll be on in the um members bar upstairs so if anybody wants to come and um have a, a drink and socialize and watch yeah. the game then get yourselves here
1: i think those games are, are strictly on amazon prime aren't they so yeah f- there's no way of getting it on any free view no. channels that you, you do have to yeah, you be on amazon prime yeah
0: yeah um. so we will be um, working out some specials for you as well in Hartleys for those times when the matches are on. So, yeah, oh. keep your eyes peeled Um, check out the e-zine because all the notifications will be in there and all the matches and the times, etc. Mm-hmm. And any offers that we have available we will, uh, we'll make sure go in there and we can let you know in time so you can yeah. take advantage.
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, the senior men they're, they're at home, aren't they? Um, again this weekend, yes. back to back home games that we've had to yeah. to end the month. Um, I mean if they win on Saturday, that would oh, be, be. I think amazing. it might be five in a row, and that would be a whole month of wins for Matty Jones's side. So. That
0: that would be coming off the back of that Moretown game. Mm. I think nobody could have predicted that we mm. would be sat here today yeah. talking about a potential fifth. Win yeah. in a row.
1: And I, I tell you what was really nice was Saturday night. I was sat at home, um, just doing the match report like I usually do, and actually the the admin at Moulton who who runs their social media account messaged the club on Instagram and said great result, chaps. Wow. I know, and I was like, wow, like oh that's, that's amazing. Really nice to you know to hear that from from another side, um, and that, that's what they'd said. So you know, really nice of them to say that, and of course oh. the Vikings are at home as well this weekend. so... Yep two teams for people to watch
0: yeah always plenty of rugby going on here so get yourselves up here and uh, and watch some live sport Funnily, uh funnily enough as i said earlier i was lucky enough to be here last saturday and um some friends that haven't actually been here to watch a match or actually ever watched a, a live mm rugby match um came to to join us on Saturday afternoon um for the game and they absolutely loved it it was brilliant you know by by the time we'd sort of got 10 15 minutes in you, you know it was they were fully shouting mm. and, and cheering the lads on so oh wow that was great yeah I love it when we get new faces in and people discover what we already know about you know that yeah. this happens on on our doorstep mm. you know on a weekend so Yeah, and and another strange thing that happened this week with this plain old Brodleyans this weekend, Mm. um, I got a a reach out on LinkedIn from... They've just got a new general manager who's actually come I- into the role in a similar way that I came into my role here mm. at Silveroid, um, in that he's been involved with the club for years yeah. and wanted to change a career. And they've actually just appointed him as the new general manager. Wow! So he reached out to me during the week. So we've connected on LinkedIn and um, hopefully we might get to catch up at the weekend if he's here to watch the game. But Have you ever yeah, been, to, have you was...
1: been to their ground? All, I probably. haven't. No, have wow. you? Yeah it's it's hard to describe but if you stand at one, go. if you stand at one end of the pitch so say for example you stand in the far corner yeah as in the far far corner of the, of the try line mm. and you look down to the other far corner it's seriously sloped I it yeah seriously sloped <laughs> like it's ridiculous how sloped it is
2: oh wow
1: yeah really it's, how it's can that even be a thing i know it's unbelievable but you have to win the toss before the game to yeah. make sure that you've got what you want out of it oh wow yeah that's it's it's mental. That's you you stand at the bottom and the pitch is up looking yeah, up yeah. at you and you're like, What is this?
0: <laughs> What's going on yeah, here? But,
1: but it's oh, a, it's wow. a great setup as well there.
0: Oh yeah, um, I'm sure it is.
1: And it was obviously a shame last week that the uh, the Valkyries game was was, was cancelled, yeah, wasn't it? Well,
0: postponed. Postponed, so, yeah. Yeah, it's been reorganised for um I believe the fifth of March we're looking at. So yeah, that will go ahead against Richmondshire, just um unfortunately, uh, not last weekend. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it has been rescheduled, but keep your eyes on the e-zine and, um, we'll let you know when that is.
1: Yeah. And, um, just over to, to, to the fitness side of Silveroid as well. The sports hall, um, is it, is still available for hire, isn't it? Yep.
0: Yeah, yep. Yeah, whatever you want to do in there, badminton, five-a-side, you know, walking rugby, netball, kids' parties, anything. Yeah. yeah just we have give waited us, just a while a for a call.
1: the, sports hall to come available hasn't it because it has yeah. been essentially the vaccine hub hasn't it for yeah. everyone to come yeah, up yeah, to yeah so yeah absolutely yeah it's now sort of getting back to that normality of you know people yeah. coming five aside and stuff like that which I is great i think there will
0: be some more um booster mm. clinics yeah. um over the next few months as we come into winter but um but yeah give us a call if you need a space like uh, like the sports hall give us a ring and get yourselves booked in and um enjoy some some time playing badminton or whatever Takes your fancy.
1: Yeah, and squash rackets as well. Um yep. Technifibre X Top Squash Racket. Yeah. Wow.
0: You can order those now from. Uh, are they, from the are team. they meant
1: to be the best ones, are they?
0: As much as I know about squash, yeah, there is.
1: Are they? Yeah, they do look good. They do. But you have yeah. to look at the. You have to get the e to see what they look you like. Do
0: how do you get the e Charlie? You subscribe you to it on you the do, website. Yes, on the website. You do. It pops straight up <laughs> it at you. Does, yeah, it gives you just, a reminder. Just go to uh, scabarugby.co.uk and there's a box pops up and you just put your details in there. Um, and then you will get the easy, and it comes out primarily on a Wednesday, um, so you've got all the information before the weekend. And again, if there's anything that you think would be of interest to club members, give me a ring, and we can um, arrange to get that notice put in the easy in future editions.
1: Yeah, um, on to girls rugby then. Um, for 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 people who don't know what's going on, and um, before we do chat about what's been what's been, uh, I guess going on at the ride within girls rugby, just a to... Big good luck to Zoe Allcroft and the England team yeah. who uh, are in the w- World Cup quarter final, and that is on Sunday morning, yeah. half past one in the morning.
0: Yes, yeah, so it's not really Sunday morning, is it? It's Saturday night still. It's
1: Saturday night still, yeah. For so for you're going to stay up? I might do. I'm tempted. I, I really think, am tempted. Yeah,
0: I think it's possibly feasible to stay up until half past one. Whether I could go to bed and wake up and get up again at half past one, I don't know.
1: No. And plus you, you'll have to be up here for...
0: Oh, I'll be here for first thing Sunday morning. So anyway. you've got to think about it, haven't you? Mm, I might as well just not bother going to bed, really. No. Yeah.
1: Just pulling an all night. And the
0: clocks change.
1: They do. The clocks change. Is that good it's, or bad? This one, or is it's, it bad? Do we get um, more or, or
0: back, so we get we get an extra hour. Oh. We get an extra hour in bed.
1: Wonderful. You heard
0: it here first. Bringing good news. I mean, you probably didn't hear it here first because I think we do all know that. But I think it's a regular occurrence yeah, every year. I think year, it, isn't it might but, be. Yeah. Oh, happy days. Yeah. Who's prime minister today? Rishi, still on Rishi. Okay, yeah. cool.
1: Or as uh, uh, Joe Biden likes to call him, R- 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 Rashi Rashid Sunuca. Yeah. yeah, Interesting one that, but we'll, <laughs> we'll see. Next week could have all be, could have all changed. Could again. all be different again. Um, but yeah, the girls' rugby, Sharon.
0: Yeah, yeah. there's a full write up in the e-zine. Um, match reports are in there, so go and have a look. And girls' rugby training is on at uh, quarter past six on a Monday evening until half past seven. So if you've got any any friends, any family that you think might be interested, come along uh, Monday evenings and have a trial, have a try out, see what you think. Um, and uh, yeah, get to meet the girls and the coaches and have a chat about it. But mm. more the merrier.
1: Yeah, and we've got one of the um, products of the girl system on our podcast very shortly, the guest that we've had on in Emily Hazeldine. you'll hear from her very soon.
0: Yeah.
1: Um and can't again, wait for that. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Emily, um we look forward to, to obviously meeting her as well. She's yeah. she's such a big star, isn't she, coming up she through she
0: is, yes. Um, but she wears it well.
1: She's, she Oh she does. She yeah. does. Yeah. Very humble. She is. <laughs> which is which is nice. And um obviously we touched on last weekend that the under thirteens were going to Redcar. Yeah. How did they get on, Sharon? A good win for them?
0: Yeah, they did well. Um, they did really well. And again, there's a full match report in the e-zine, so um, you know, feel free to have a look at that. Uh, and again, training-wise, the under-13s train here on a Thursday evening at six, and um, on a Sunday morning, um, match-dependent, obviously, because if they've mm. got a fixture, please check. If you if you're a new starter, please either ring the club three, five, double seven, four, zero and extension five. And check with me if there's a fixture, if it's your first time. But generally they'll be here at half past ten. And it's open to all boys in year eight for the under 13s Mm. at secondary school. I'm just checking the times. Yeah, six, six o'clock. So um, sort of arrival, I would imagine, ten, fifteen minutes prior to that just mm. to be sure but yeah and mm. it runs till seven
1: well i can't imagine they'll have been pretty dry at redca because sunday was horrendous it weather was, wasn't, wasn't it? it i had a chuckle when i left um the gym because your husband paul came out with your what of the gym no out of out of the club oh i was gonna say he must have, he got, he must there, have taken a wrong turn he came, <laughs> he, yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> he came with your youngest he um, came with your youngest i've
0: got twins charlie so they're both Which the same young? age
1: Exactly the same age.
0: Twins generally are exactly the same age. Yeah, that's how it works. But isn't one
1: of them a little bit...
0: Where are you going with this?
1: Older or younger than the other one. They're
0: they're twins, Charlie. Yeah,
1: but surely there's one that's like a tiny bit... A minute. Maybe, yeah. It
0: was a minute. I was was there. Well, the eldest is Sam.
1: So there you go. So so (laughs) Paul was walking out with Sharon's eldest, um, not youngest, eldest by about a minute, and he said to me... Well, no, he didn't. He said to Sam, as I was was walking out, he said, well, these shoes aren't waterproof. And I just started (laughs) laughing to myself because he looked absolutely sodden. Yeah, he looked really, really damp.
0: Uh, Yeah, we were all um, fighting for the first to get in the shower on Sunday after training. And to be fair, I did sneak off a little bit early because I arrived at the club early in my own car. So I did sneak off before them so I could beat them in the shower after training. No, I was here all morning. Ah. Yeah, I was here. I just um
1: come rain or shine.
0: Absolutely. Yep. Yeah.
1: Um, pumpkins, we're getting to that time of year as well, aren't we? Oh,
0: I thought you were using a term of endearment then, Charlie. I thought you were calling me pumpkin. I quite like that. Yeah. No. No. Don't do okay. It again. Okay. I
1: won't do um, that again.
0: Yes, yeah, Sunday. Um, Sunday morning, we have got some pumpkins for sale in the car park. So anybody that's left it uh, last minute, and I include myself in that, uh, yep. you can get your pumpkins on Sunday. So nice little family activity on a Sunday afternoon after rugby. Get your pumpkin carving knife out and... Um,
1: because it's not long, is it? A couple of days now until mm, Halloween. Monday. Then when's Christmas?
0: No, we're not. It's a long way off yet. Don't talk about Christmas till December. Mm. And even then, it, you're pushing it. I'm it's not my Cr- favourite time I'm of year. I'm thinking
1: Christmas songs are coming on in my car probably no, mid-November.
0: What's your favourite Christmas song, Charlie?
1: Oh, I like One More Sleep by Leona Lewis. Do you? I do, but I like Michael Bublé. I think all of his... Mm. I think all of his ones are...
0: If you like that type of music around Christmas,
1: yeah.
0: get a, um, I nearly said get a CD, that's old fashioned isn't it, <laughs> have a look on Spotify or any other streaming platform yeah. um, for a duet called Smith and Burroughs and there's an album they did called Funny Looking Angels and it's really atmospheric Christmas style music and I mm. put that on on the 1st of December and I play it until the 26th of December which is when Christmas finishes Um. In my head, not in my house, unfortunately. Uh, but you'll love it if, if that's the yeah. type of music you like.
1: Well, you'll, see me in, you'll hear me coming to the club now in November with that it's on. Jingle bells. <laughs>
0: yeah, any um,
1: early than November is too, yeah, it's too, too soon, early. Yeah, too soon. Um, pre-match lunch?
0: Yes. Um, For those of you that have never joined us for pre-match lunch, you've missed a treat.
1: Uh, yeah, it's great. Yeah.
0: It's, I love it. Any excuse to get a roast in on a Saturday Ooh, as well as a Sunday. They
1: do such a good job.
0: Yeah, they yes, really do. yeah, they do. Alan, the team, always always do us proud. So yeah, everybody's welcome to pre-match lunch. You just need to phone and book. It's twenty one pounds, and that is a two-course lunch. Um, it's either a starter and a main, or a main and a dessert, because the opposing team choose the menu. So we let them, we let them choose. So uh, yeah, I wouldn't be able to say which it was mm. on any given date. But that also gets you your program and your match entry. So it's a really lovely way to spend the afternoon. It's very
1: laid back, isn't it?
0: Very laid back. You don't, yeah. have,
1: you literally don't have to worry about anything. you, no. you get yourself a drink and then you, yeah. you yeah, show to the table yeah, and you, yeah. you, you just let waited people, on hand and yeah. foot, and then go outside for the game.
0: Yeah, yeah. So if you're coming up anywhere, but you fancy a bit of lunch beforehand, why not give us a try for our pre-match lunch? Uh, as I say, twenty-one pounds, and just give us a call to book on um, all the home games. Um, apart from Ladies' Day, and apart from the turkey and tinsel Christmas lunches. Although the turkey and tinsel are available to book, it's just it won't be at twenty one pounds because it'll yeah. be a full three course Christmas yeah. lunch and all the trimmings. So, Ooh. but keep an eye yeah. on the e zine because full details um will follow for that. Yeah, um, I mean
1: games that you've still got to look forward to before the turn of the year as a, a swivel round. Um, Bradford and Bingley that's still to come in November, as well as uh. Is that the only home game we've got in November? We've got
0: um, Moulton. Oh, is that?
1: That's a Sunday.
0: Okay. Oh, sorry. That's that's. Maybe we the have just progress. only
1: got one home game. Oh in November. well, yeah. That's sad.
0: It is sad. Yeah. So there we go. Make the most of it.
1: But then we do have Moulton in early December. Yeah. And then we have Morley at home as well before Christmas. So there's still three opportunities, um, to get yourself. In yeah, for the I think the match. home
0: game against Morley that will be the Turkey and tinsel. So right, okay. keep an eye on the e for the full details. That'll be the
1: last game before Christmas. Yeah, it will. And there's still a couple. of Valkyries games as well in there. Um, But Sharon, before we welcome Emily uh, onto the podcast, um, we have got an exciting guest as well next week for people to keep an eye out on. Yes,
0: we have. I mentioned this last week, I think, a lovely lady called Helen King, who is um, at the Nubian Scorby uh, Town Council Mm. and um, was uh, key in pulling together a group of ladies who have decided to put together a calendar girl style calendar. Um, which will be available to buy here in the club. I'm hoping that um, that will be in the next couple of days. Uh, it's £10 for the calendar and uh, supporting this amazing uh, group of ladies and allowing them to continue to have further groups because obviously a lot of ladies in the area that this will be relevant to. Uh, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to, um, to meeting Helen next week and to sharing our conversation mm. with you guys.
1: Definitely, that'll be one to look forward to, won't it?
0: It will, yeah,
1: absolutely. And before we welcome Emily, how rude of me, I've forgotten for Matty Jones.
0: How could I've you forget Matty Jones? I can't Jones. believe it. I've
1: forgotten to introduce Matty into the uh, into the podcast this week. Um, Matty again sat down to chat through um, Saturday's win over Pontefract. He chatted about the buzz around the club. Mm. Um, and without further ado, I'll let Matty uh, take the reins. And uh, And here's Matty Jones for Matty's musings. It was probably, obviously, like what we said as everyone kind of playing at home is uh, a complete complete kind of different kind of kettle but three and four on the table obviously both teams are probably there for a reason and it was a it wasn't probably an entertaining game but it was a gritty game and to come out on top um, with a win like that and a, def- a defensive display like that was fantastic Did probably the last kind of two years it's probably the second time I think we've probably picked an un- unchained starting 15 which is fantastic it's probably uh, it's probably a little bit of kind of credit to obviously some of the lads. Some of the lads are still kind of playing with niggles, but I think there's just a bit of a hunger and um, uh, obviously a willingness to kind of play, which uh all the lads are kind of buying into and really enjoying. Well, there you go, Sharon, Matty. Brilliant. Yeah, again for another week. He's always happy, isn't he? He
0: is. Yeah, he is. He has happy. to be. Yeah, We're doing really especially well, especially now. Yeah, we, yeah, it's um, it, it must be chuffed with how it's going, mm-hmm. and obviously we'll just build on that and smash it out of the park. Over the next few weeks as well.
1: We're now going to lose on Saturday. That Sharon said that.
0: <laughs> Don't you dare blame <laughs> me for that. No, I'll, not I'll at all. I'll be telling Matty
1: as soon as I speak to him after no. the game on Saturday. I'll tell you what,
0: Charlie. If the support this weekend is as strong as it was last weekend, it was good, wasn't you can't it? can't lose. It was brilliant. It was. Yeah, it was.
1: I usually cooped myself away in the in the top corner of the stand, but on Saturday, I, you know, sort of made my way down and stood by the stand and just to sort of see everything. And it really is. That's why I didn't see you on Saturday.
0: I always stand, I like to stand right in the middle where the teams come out. I was a bit nervous on Saturday, actually. Were
1: you? Yeah, I I felt like it was a big game.
0: Oh, it was, yeah.
1: You know, my heart was going all through that second half because one minute I thought we were going to throw it away and then we got back into it and Mm. then we'd throw it away again. Mm. But, you know, a really good result and um, yeah, the sport has been absolutely superb, hasn't it? Yeah. The yeah. town is really thriving. I think the there's moment. a whole
0: buzz all around the club at the moment. There is. Um, and, and, you know, lots of people have, have spoken to me about it recently as well and, and said that they've started to see a real, I don't know, just a real, I can only use the same word again, unfortunately, because nothing else is coming to mind, but a real buzz mm-hmm. and, and everybody enjoying themselves. People, like I said, people come in that have never been before and enjoying our hospitality and enjoying watching, you know, rugby at this level, Um, a, an amazing... Venue like we've got here at Silver Ridge, so mm. for me, that's that's all I could ask for. Yeah,
1: and and you do see that when away teams arrive here, mm. um, a lot of when I leave the your when I leave your office door open, when I'm, I'm sitting here before I go outside to set stuff up, you hear them saying, "This place is as good as." Mm. Uh, and James Haskell said that didn't he when mm, he came? Did, yeah. He said this is probably as good as Premiership sides mm. that he's seen. The setup mm. that we have, mm. it, it really is. Just phenomenal, isn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah. So we should all really appreciate what we've got and look after it. Mm. You know, clean up after ourselves a little bit, which and
1: wipe the kit down in Barons as well. Yeah, you did that earlier. I did do that exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So that's everything that's been going on at Silveroid um, this week. And as we do in every single uh, podcast episode that we do, uh, it's now time to pass over to Sharon and Sharon will. uh, Introduce who is in the hot seat this week. Over to you, Sharon.
0: Thanks, Charlie. So this week I was super delighted to um have the lovely Emily Hazeldine in the hot seat. Emily, hi. Hi. How are you?
2: Happy to be here. It's quite exciting. <laughs> I was quite nervous in the car. Oh, to, you? I said to my dad on the way out, I feel like I'm going to an interview. I was like, <laughs> no, it's just Charlie and Sharon. What are you on about? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's fine. Well it's you fine. say that, but what can you bring to the role? Well, um, <laughs> okay. Right, well manuscripts out. Yeah.
0: uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh no, thank you for coming in. It's lovely to have you. Um normally I just sort of see you around the club in passing and when you're here for rugby and we're here for rugby. But so it's nice to actually have some time to sit and just have a chat with you and just understand a little bit more about Emily. Yeah. So that's that's great. And you've
2: just got back from Rome. Just got back from Rome. Tell us about Rome. Oh, it was lovely. Nice little family holiday. I was just saying to you really, it's Kind of one that I, I've almost forgotten about. It's been so hectic with sick form at the minute. And then we kind of got to the, the holidays and went, oh, actually, we're going away on Monday. <laughs> oh, so, amazing. But, but yeah, it was really lovely. Kind of have some time away with the family and, and all of that. And a, and a nice break, I guess, from rugby as well. Yeah, it is nice every now It does get quite hectic. Kind of you're, you're here all weekend and kind of because my training's on a Monday and then on a Wednesday, it's mm. kind of, I spend a lot of time here. Mm. But... Yeah, it's nice to be back. It was good being back on Sunday. Sunday was the first time I was back, so I was back with the little ones coaching, which was really lovely. So So you mentioned
0: there, obviously, uh, half-term from sixth form, so you're still at college. Yeah, second year of college. Yep. How's that going?
2: Getting through it, year 13, you know. What are you studying? All sorts. So I'm doing IB, which is six, instead of three subjects, kind of A-level-ish standard. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm mostly doing sciences, hoping for medicine in the future, Mm -hmm. following in the IB, that's International Baccalaureate. International Baccalaureate, yeah. Yeah, Um, yeah which i would recommend but also it's a, it's it's a, it's a lot of work a lot but a level's yeah. a lot of work so uh, yeah i think if you spoke to any of the older girls in my team it's like no matter what they're doing it, it mm. is hard work do you
0: ever do you ever find yourself in a position where you're thinking hmm, homework or rugby i can only do one mm.
2: yeah a lot of the time actually it ten- it tends to be kind of further in the week kind of the Monday training sessions with the girls are all right because mm-hmm. you've had the weekend and you kind of you've cleared the decks a little bit, mm-hmm. you've done your work, you've mm-hmm. done your homework. But then kind of when you get into Wednesday and you've you've got all of this work that's kinda of stacked up, it's like, Oh, I do need to go to training but oh I also do need to do that work.
0: I think we kind of forget, don't we, that people have a life outside of the club. Yeah. yeah. And that involves yeah. being a doctor. Going to college, doing yeah, your homework—you know—all of those other things that we yeah. just kind of people just get on with because that's their life.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but it is yeah, good having do... this to
2: come to though. Mm. It's kind of it is it is your life. It's where you f- mm. yourself forget about your other bit. Yeah. You forget. You go and you say, right, I'm not doing college work for an hour. I can go and spend some time with my mates and not feel bad that I'm out with my mates. Mm. It's like, I'm, I'm exercising. I'm feeling good. It's mm. like, yeah, it's it's a good place to come to. Really. So just going right back,
0: winding it right back to the start. Mm-hmm. When did you first bec- realize that you were interested in rugby, or was it a case of being dragged along to the rugby club by your dad?
2: I don't, so I think I was initially dragged along at kind of under sixes, under sevens age, and didn't like it at all. Mm. They were in the sports hall and they were kind of running around and it was really noisy and I said, yeah, no, this ain't for me. And so I came away and then actually played a bit of touch rugby at primary school, so I kind of really enjoyed doing that. Mm. And came along one Sunday morning and kind of joined in with the boys. So I started at the under 10s boys. Yeah. So it was the same day that my brother started. So we kind of just both went our separate ways. And yeah, pretty much from then I loved it. Yeah. Because I, I was one of the biggest of, the, of our group, I think, when I was under 10s. Because obviously I was a girl. Your face just lights up when you're talking about <laughs> rugby. Oh, I, I love, love it. I love it. It's, yeah, it has been my life for so long, really. It's kind of my other personality trait. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's my interesting bit. So. But yeah, loved it. Have loved it for yeah ten years now. I think. And as well as playing, obviously, coaching you mentioned yeah. earlier. Talk talk to us about your coaching. Love it. Almost love it more than playing. Um, it's the under sixes, so really wee kids. So we've got kind of from it tends to be from kind of four year olds up to six year olds. So you get that age range, mm. which is quite a big age range. You wouldn't think it because they're all mm. kind of mm. little, but yeah, you can definitely see the, <laughs> the difference between your four year olds and your six year olds. Yeah. But yeah, I've been doing that for a couple of years. I think it's three or four years now. It's got it's got to that point where I'm now seeing some in the under nines who I was like, I remember coaching you, and they'll still come up there. It's like, oh, coach Emily. Like I played my first tackling match today. I'm like, okay. Oh, oh wow. But, yeah, oh, it must big. be great seeing oh, that it's progression amazing.
0: at that especially you know starting at such a young age yeah. to then like you say getting them coming up to you and talking to you about tackling yeah, you know as amazing. a parent when you start mm. tackling it's like no this has come too soon yeah, i'm not like, ready no, for no, this not bad, but, yeah but
2: yeah it's it's amazing it's a real honor really kind of Having played for so long, it's like mm-hmm. giving back Give him what back. I've learned yeah. almost. Yeah. And Steve Purdy is the biggest inspiration anybody can yeah, ever ask he's for. The a thing. lot of people know Steve kind of he'll, he'll be around in and around like every day, he'll be at first team mm-hmm. games, yeah. he'll be at girls' games, he'll be, he'll be everywhere. But yeah, he is he's really incredible. He
0: does actually live here, we have a sleeping bag in there, a <laughs> yeah. little rest cupboard for room. him. He, yeah. He, he
1: does yeah. actually sit in the office after first team games blowing up balls for the mini sessions on the sunday yeah because i always seem to find him in here and i end up chatting with him after the games and he's got a bag of balls that are flat and he's having to fill he's having to fill them up with air to be ready so he doesn't
0: go home he's one of (laughs) of many characters that we have around the club though isn't he you know it's um it's amazing how many people and for how many years they've been here and been involved with rugby at whatever level and whatever age group
2: yeah well we've got to that point with steve so one of the um the coaches who's kind of coming along and helping us now. Steve coached when he was a lad. So he's kind of it's got to that point where one of the ones that Steve coached is now an adult and has brought his own kids down to coaching, down mm. to rugby on a Sunday and it's like, God Steve, you have been here for a long time and he's like, Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. But it's amazing. Yeah, it, yeah it's a fab thing. Fab thing for a Sunday morning. <laughs>
0: What is it like, and do you get any stick um, for being the new current director of rugby's mm. daughter, yeah. Mr. <laughs> Rob Haseldine? Yes. Yes, tell us about that.
2: To be fair, I don't think I get a whole lot of it. I think, yeah. Any do you sense? think people just
0: haven't realised yet? Yeah, probably not. I'm <laughs> kind of keeping a low profile, yeah, kind of trying to yeah. keep the Haseldine name out of it a Yeah. Bit.
2: But no, it is really fab. He's, he's been in around the club for so long. And he he set up the girls when I came through, so I did a year in the under-10s and then under-11s. It was kind of, well, Mm, mm. I'm looking at not having any rugby here for me now because we had the Valkyries, Mm. but we didn't have the girls set up Mm. there. So my dad kind of turned around and went, well, if we haven't got one, let's let's do it. it. Let's just do Mm. it, yeah. So Um, he's kind of been the the head of that for so long that like, yeah and if he's just he's just rolled into this you, job yeah, and i definitely just see him the same. Do you yeah. find
1: yourself talking about rugby all the time?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. That hasn't changed. That, it's that, been that for that seems <laughs> for to be a problem in our household. Yeah, it I, isn't ours. Especially
1: with myself being involved in the club, I just can't stop talking about rugby. No. So I'm literally there's there's always something going on, isn't there, whether it's on the pitch or off the pitch. So I always find that either myself, my dad and my brother or my, not my mum Necessarily, she won't get involved in talking about it. But we will just sit and chat. About we'll have
0: thing. a role for her. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> she would be welcome. She'd,
1: she'd get involved. But like when we've been on holiday, we will just talk about rugby. Mm.
2: Yeah.
1: We'll just talk about rugby in the pool. We'll just talk about mm. rugby and what's going on, what's happening, who's who's here, who's where. It just feels like it's just a never-ending cycle mm, here, and yeah, you're just true. so involved by it that you must chat to him a lot about what goes on at the club.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. But your mum loves that, doesn't she? To be
2: fair, I think <laughs> mum's done a fab job because. I don't know if it, it has been 10 years worth of mm. rugby now. So, the dad was here since I was like, mm. since me and my brother were kids. But then Tom and I have kind of progressively got more and more involved in mm. the club. But yeah, it's all rugby, you know, like any kind of rugby as well. It's, mm. it's got to that point now where my brother and my dad will talk and it'll just go straight over my head. They'll be like, oh, have you seen this new player playing for such and such and what's the doodle? I'm like, when have you got time, time to do that? I've, <laughs> I've, I've got no idea what you're on about anymore. I'm kind of, I'll just sit and nod. I'll be like, oh, I understood that word. But,
0: <laughs> okay. yeah. Oh dear. I know your dad does spend an awful lot of, uh, of time here when he's yes. not working, which, um, you know, it's tough, isn't it? It's tough when you've got your own life going on and a family yeah. and everything, and then you've got a, such a big commitment
2: yeah. somewhere
0: like Silveroid, you know, it's, it's. Yeah. It must be tough at times. I think it,
2: it has been tricky kind of getting into the role at the beginning of this year and kind of
0: mm.
2: moving on and knowing what he wants to do with the club because he's mm. always had so many plans and so many good things that he's wanted to do and now he's kind of in the position that he can do it and he's like, oh, well, oh, God, okay, I can let's do stuff. Quite let's big boots to fill as well. Yeah, oh, in absolutely. Stepping
1: into the role of yeah. coming off someone like Mike is, this, is quite, it yeah. da- must be quite a daunting task really absolutely, to come in yeah. and you'll, all, you'll have your own Stand on what you want, what you and you know he'll have his own ideas, his fresh ideas that, mm. that he'll want to put in and implement. Mm. But quite big shoes to fill. Big yeah. shoes to
0: fill, yeah. But uh, but doing a brilliant job. Mm. So you t- you um you just touched there on the whole medicine thing. Obviously, you're very you know that's your background, your family background, yeah. and clearly that's where you hope your future is going to be. Yeah, touch wood So Instant.
2: uni, I've applied. Um, the application went through just before the holidays. So. Yeah, that's a bit
0: frightening. Um. I I, I actually think she'll be fine, don't you, Charlie? (laughs) I can't see there being an issue, to be honest.
1: I I mean, is there no professional sporting ambitions to go in the future? Or are you kind of not covering your back, but are you essentially giving yourself the option to to maybe do both or
2: or have that option
1: of, you know, if I'm not good enough, then then you've got that. Yeah,
2: it's kind of... But then
1: if you are good enough, you can then go down that route.
2: Yeah, it's always been a it's always been the question kind of because it, it is an incredible career to go into a rugby field or to, into any mm. professional sport but it's it's a field that's so up in the air because you yeah. get one injury and that's your career mm. done gone. that's yeah. gone and and then if you haven't got anything to fall back on mm. which it would be if you if you go in yeah. fully into rugby it's mm. kind of your commitments to the rugby side of it would be overlapping with your college ones which mm. i've found this year because um i am actually trialing for yorkshire at the weekend but it was a big debate whether I, or not i would go for it this year mm-hmm. because all of us because we're kind of out in the out away a little bit in scarborough uh, so yeah, all of the we? training's kind of yeah. in woods and it's an hour an hour and a half two hours sometimes big commitment
0: again you know and um you know you sort of reliant on family to support yeah. you with that and mm. you know a lot of the time get you there and back yeah. again and yeah. that impacts on their free time so yeah, yeah definitely it's huge
2: i think i think a lot of the young people find it that way especially i I can say from the girls perspective it is a lot like that it's like all of the training it's it's Mm. over in sandal or it's at bishop burton Mm. or so your opportunities kind of are a little bit further away which is Mm. that bigger commitment but for the boys as well Mm. all the dpp stuff and it 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 takes so much effort and so much time and you have to be fully committed it's like you're there even if you're injured you go to a two-hour training session and you stand on the sidelines just so that people know that you're still interested because it's it's that or not even. yeah but it's an incredible opportunity and it's definitely something I've thought about so uh yeah if the op- if the opportunity came up for me to wear an England shirt I would definitely take oh, well. it but um <laughs> we'd, uh, we'll see how we go
0: no I think if like you say if if that were to to be presented to you at some point in the future
2: then it's going to be yeah, a you massive got a, got a temptation. temptation yeah. to, of course, you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been amazing watching Steph actually. Steph, yes, so yes. She's one who's come the whole way through the girls' system as well, and has kind of recently just. So I'm the last year of the girls' um, age groups before you end up in the women's, and Steph, yeah, last year got to pull on an England shirt, and oh, it was, it was really inspirational actually for most of the girls. I yeah. think just being able to look at her and go, well, actually, I played with her. Yeah, I've yeah. trained with her for ten years, nine years, and yeah she's someone who I could aspire to be it's like yeah it's it's been really good to kind of see someone mm. from from here somewhere yeah, yeah. So someone do it and yeah. go actually yeah. yeah proves it can be done because it's kind of following Zoe so Zoe Allcroft obviously is playing for England at the minute mm. in the World Cup right. incredible player world player of the year yep. obviously Um, but she kind of a little bit too early for most of our girls it's like mm. we all know her we all know her face if she came back we'd be like oh Zoe <laughs> And we all want a signature and everything if we ever go on tour. Mm. But it's kind of Ste- Steph-, Steph played with me for yeah. six years. Mm. Yeah. Um, I've tackled that girl so many times. Yeah. But it sort of brings it more down to yeah. reality, doesn't it, I guess? Yeah. It's like that's that's my world doing those things. Yeah. So it's like, it is incredible. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It's really exciting. Oh, and with your
0: coaching, where do you think that will take you?
2: Oh, I don't know. At the minute, I'm just enjoying coming down on a Sunday morning. Yeah. Kind of. Being able to have something that wakes a teenager up on a Sunday morning oh, yeah. <laughs> nine o'clock every week yeah. to be down here. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, it's a really fab thing to do. I love those, those kids. They are, oh. they are fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've I've just so we kind of sorted out age groups yesterday. So we normally split about halfway through the season, we take the little ones aside and mm. we kind of with the older age of that one, so you five, six year olds get the tag belts on the kind of yeah. learn rugby skills. Yeah. But the four year olds aren't quite quite there yet. So we get them with hands on a rugby ball is what you need really when you fall. Mm. But yeah, I'm taking that little group this year. So we kind of split them off and it's like, they're, they're going to be my ones this year, which is quite exciting.
0: You're very obviously a very, very confident young lady. <laughs> what advice would you give to any yeah. of the, so, so for instance, the Colts that, that I work with this yeah. year, it's, you know, that, that age group, maybe it's just a year younger than you, yeah. to drive them into coaching or to look at potentially thinking oh, actually I could just I don't have to just come and play rugby I could actually come and yeah. do a little bit more give like you said give a little bit more do back what back. What advice would you give to them
2: I don't I don't think you can say anything until you've done it mm. I would be surprised if any of if so if any of your colts came down on a Sunday morning helped me out for 20 minutes and then didn't want to come back yeah again. yeah it would amaze me because it is that there's that massive sense of kind of, oh, I'm doing that, I'm mm-hmm. helping out. Like I started I was I would set out cones and I would run around with kids. That was literally all I did. I wouldn't speak, but I would just run around and I'd have a great time. Mm-hmm. And now I'm kind of leading warm ups, leading little bits of sessions, kind yeah. of following Steve's lead and kind of going along with that. And it is massive personal development as yeah. well. And then you get to see what you're doing for somebody else. And it's transferable skills, isn't it, oh, as well? Exactly. If if you can teach a four year old how to pass and catch a ball, you're ability to pass and catch a ball has got to be pretty good. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. then you're like, well this is how you catch it, this is how you pass it. You're teaching someone else how to do it and that therefore you must have a pretty good understanding of mm-hmm. what you're doing yourself. Mm-hmm. So it, it does help you with your own skills. And any you pick up loads along the way. Mm-hmm. Kind of teamwork, communication. If you can if you can teach a four year old how to do anything, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure you could teach anybody how to do anything, mm-hmm. which is impressive the thing
0: that i always like about the younger age groups is is because as they start in school and they're they're going into that school environment and they learn very quickly that they have to listen to the teachers they'll kind of come here and see you in that role yeah. and I do think that the younger ones sometimes they do listen and they do react really well to being told yeah. you know whereas the older ones have obviously learned a little bit more and they, they you know they're like no actually that's not a teacher I don't that's just Emily Haseldine I don't have to listen to her but <laughs> you know what I mean so yeah. it's, it's, I, I do see people and, and they're using the same instructions that they'll use at school so the kids are tuned into it and mm. they'll listen yeah. and, you yeah. know it's kind
2: of a bit of a freer position as a teacher as well because you kind of, you've got all of that kind of almost respect mm. with your teachers, but mm. then at the end of the day, they, they'll pile on top of me and make sure that I'm not getting going yeah. anywhere when we yeah, play yeah. games and stuff like yeah. that. So it is, it is fab. Yeah, love it. I would recommend to all of you cults get get some coaching. Yeah. There. It's yeah. really, really
0: good fun. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, we're uh, in a really good position here to be able to support anybody that wants oh, yeah. to... Uh, get in touch with us and and come in and have a chat if you fancy coming and and doing some coaching if you fancy coming in and just sitting and having a chat with Emily I'm sure you'd um, support and and impart your vast (laughs) knowledge that you've gained Uh, knowledge and advice absolutely yeah Yeah, Yeah.
2: happily happily yeah fabulous
1: yeah and and I guess um, you'll have been watching a lot of the World Cup at the moment, have you? Yeah, bits and bobs, whatever. Yeah, I can say.
2: it's on, on it's really on, early yeah. morning, which is quite
1: yeah. annoying. But. yeah, Zoe's um, so doing as we touched on. You touched on her being such an inspiration. She's doing so well, isn't she? Yeah. At the moment, I know she didn't play on um, Sunday. I don't think in the in the win over South Africa. No. Um, and at the time of recording, England haven't played um, Australia in the quarterfinals yet. No. Um, but again, it, it's great to see, isn't it? How women's rugby has grown the way definitely. that it has.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, it's, it's one of those because uh, I've been around for a while, and it's kind of as I've gone through the club, it's kind of you've I've seen it develop on mm. the outside as well. Mm. Kind of this, this World Cup is so much bigger than the last one, though. Mm. So, we actually went to one of the World I Cups remember on, going. On tour so on tour, yeah. I was I just I was, gonna ask you about touring, it must have been under 13, mm. maybe so a long time ago. Um, but we all went to that rugby, it was in Ireland, and we had a fab time, but stadiums weren't quite full it's kind of we were at the finals and we could get right up to the barrier it was like we were there we were watching it from there and then yeah. there wasn't that full stadium mm. but now it is so mm. big it's kind of it's on mainstream tv as I, my dad has always said there is no point having rugby on tv if you can't if kids can't access it so no, if it's totally not on mainstream mm. if you have to be on mm. a particular su- streaming service mm. but mm. as soon as it's on kind of your main channels even mm. if it's on really early you can Get yeah, up, yeah. you can watch it. Yeah,
1: it's, yes. just, it's just a shame it is on so early. Yeah, um, it, yeah it that is, is the only downside to it. Yeah, um, I, I don't know what time England are actually on in the quarterfinals, but I think someone was saying that it's a real disappointment that the timings just don't work. Mm. Yeah, which yeah, I think is just the nature of where the World Cup is, isn't it? You, yeah, you can't I think wait it's wait like anything though.
0: Is, if you're yeah. into Formula One, you know, um, you will get up at silly o'clock to so watch it. To watch I mean, Formula yeah, One,
1: it started at eight o'clock last night and finished at 10, yeah. when a lot of big TV shows are on and you know people may not want to watch that on a Sunday so you do have to sacrifice to watch these mm. sort of things don't you mm. and if you really truly love
0: well if you love your sport your you sport make a lot of sacrifices for it anyway don't you, <laughs> you. so yeah, I think missing the, the Strictly results show uh, so <laughs> that you can watch the
2: <laughs> <laughs> we all knew that was we you were talking about <laughs> Oh, that's,
1: that's uh, yeah got you out there Charlie not, not a Strictly it. fan but no, um, but no, I, I, yeah, just just you know, just saying it is just it is great to see that that these freeview channels mm. like ITV, like BBC, are putting England women's on.
0: Yeah, mm.
2: yeah.
0: It really is good.
2: Yeah, it's mm. it's social media as well. It's kind of it's really accessible for young people. That's mm. like, well, it's it's,
0: all they do, isn't it? It's, yeah, you so know, yeah. yeah. But
2: if it's all over, it so it's in your advertising. It's mm. it's all over social media. So mm-hmm. if you want to find it, you will find it. Yes. It's yeah. not tricky. I mean, I think posters mm. now. Yeah. Social
1: media posters are, are now they they're putting english the english men on there but they're also putting english women on there as the two it's yeah. kind of incorporating that together. and i think I, I read today um that today there's in the rugby league world cup is the first world cup game that a female will referee really tonight yeah the first game a female referee will referee a, a men's rugby league world cup game oh wow. so i think it's Tonga and Wales, I think, or someone like that. But yeah, that, that, that's happening tonight I as mean, well. I mean, you'd so be nervous, wouldn't you? You would
0: yeah. be. I mean, you'd be nervous <laughs> anyway, but yeah, you'd be yeah, uber nervous. One. It's like, yeah.
2: It's one of the things I wouldn't want to know until after I did it. Mm. It's like, after after mm. you've coached, after you've refereed, it's like, oh, yeah, and you just refereed the first female. that you actually go. oh, <laughs> <laughs> OK. But yeah, I'd want to know afterwards rather than before I actually did it. Have you
0: I done know. any referee, Emily? No. Not your bag?
2: Not really, I, I feel like I will get there eventually, but I feel like I need to play a little bit more mm. to kind of get there. Because I think the with me for refereeing, the age groups I would referee are not that much younger than myself. No, no. So I feel like I need, I need a couple more years behind me and actually do some courses, so... Yeah. The club mm. is so good for kind of putting young, kind of young people mm. through their coaching courses, yeah. the refereeing courses, mm. first aid courses. I've done a first aid course, <laughs> certified yes. first aider. We've oh, got a let's... couple of us in our group, which is quite nice. But yeah, it it's something that yeah. To see myself doing eventually. Yeah, eventually, yeah. Eventually. And obviously, you've got that there with your dad because your dad's a society ref. Yeah, he's um, a very good ref. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> <documents>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but we, we were talking about refing,
0: now. talking about refing on on our last podcast, we uh, were, yeah. podcast,
1: weren't we, Charlie? And about there is a few female referees kicking about. <laughs> yeah. I've I've seen a few. Um I think we went to Morley last season mm. uh, in January, and there was a female referee, and 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 you know, I thought she did a good job, but. She got a lot of grief from yeah. the sidelines yeah, and, yeah. and and if I had a videoed the two the three gentlemen the three old gentlemen next to me I, I personally wouldn't think they'd be able to go back in and watch a game again no, because there was some really behave, nasty stuff yeah. said about her and, and and it was really not nice at the no. point where I was turning around thinking that you can't say stuff yeah, like that you, you know you, and she really did get some some nasty abuse from them. Oh. But it again. Good to see that she want. You know, she was involved and wanted yeah, to do it. Yeah, but
0: it will put people off, won't it? Oh, massively. You know, the thought of it happening and then actually experiencing it mm. will will in you know inevitably put some people off. We talked last week about. Um, potential lady that's involved with the club now uh doing her refs courses with us um and as you rightly say we the club will support anybody that wants to do any coaching courses any any refs yeah. courses and and it's all you know we fund all of that for you so again another plea if anybody is interested and had a listen last week and hasn't got in touch yet or you're on the fence give us a call you know call in let's have a chat about it i'm sure your dad rob would sit oh, yeah, and definitely. you know run through what was what um because we can't you know there are lots of games we've got five pitches and you know so potentially yeah. five games at any one time and they all yeah. need a ref and multiple games you know coming up at the weekends so yeah it is somewhat somewhere an area that um, I would love to see grow yeah. over the next sort of couple of years mm-hmm. um Maybe not
1: on Sunday though. The weather was pretty terrible. <laughs> yes, it <laughs> I was. might have put people yeah, off. I'm not sure how we thought about that one.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, we're not made of sugar, are we? Charlie? I know. You know, we It's getting to that point
1: of the year now. We chose
0: isn't it? rugby. It's yeah. a winter sport.
2: What do you expect? you, you yeah. say that Sharon, but the the whole reason I got involved with the under sixes is because I came Couldn't down do on a Sunday morning <laughs> yeah. to, to watch my brother and it was rainy, so I went in the sports hall. Oh yeah, well, I got coming out now. There you go. There's my there's my mm. initial reasoning. There's like, your why, yes, wet. because I could go inside. Yeah. Stay in the sports hall. Oh. Stay warm. Not get rained on, okay. <laughs> and it's obviously you've been fun. provided with some pretty amazing looking I know, coaches kit. Card, there, this wasn't what I was wearing yesterday. I yes. I'd wear training tonight as well. So. Excellent, yeah, excellent.
0: What's the kit? This year. Quite nice. And I, we, I do hope that you, as a coach, you feel looked after by the club because you know we've got an awful lot of um of coaches, an awful lot of volunteers, and yeah. that you know number does grow week on week. Um, and I think that sometimes we can be guilty of not taking it for granted try not to take anything for granted and I do try and make sure that we thank Mm. people and that when when they've gone above and beyond and and turned up you know week in week out we do always really appreciate the time and effort that our volunteers and our coaches who are all volunteers do do put in um and again if anybody's interested you know come and have a chat with us um about coaching any any age group really
1: definitely we always need volunteers don't we Mm
0: yeah not just for coaching it's not you know um, there's always
1: roles that there are and it's not
0: always a massive role it can be a really small task volunteering if you're trying to recruit volunteers it's extremely difficult because I think people inevitably think oh it's massive it's a massive Mm. chunk of time every week I don't want to commit every week I don't want to commit to four hours on a Sunday it doesn't have to be that it can be you know, a really specific task that we would find massively helpful for somebody to come in and, and help us out with. So, yeah, anybody with any free time, um, you don't even have to know a lot about rugby. You know, it's just getting involved with the, with the youngsters and helping them grow and learn and just, you know, achieve something. Well, they're so. the future of the club. Exactly, yeah. yeah. They are yeah. the
1: future of the club, so we have mm. to make sure that they've still got a platform to learn,
0: yeah.
1: don't we, because without that, then mm. the club ceases to exist on a rugby platform doesn't it
0: and i think on that note the future of the club i think we've got to say thank you to emily because she is also helping us with a, a future in in women's rugby with you know which we've mm. talked about over yeah. the past few weeks as growing um and becoming bigger and bigger and, and more and more people are coming to silverroy to see and and yeah. like just raving about our facilities you know, and so it's lovely that we can do that for women's rugby as well as for the it would be more ni-
1: traditional It would be nice in the in the future. I don't know how likely it would be if we could if we could potentially attract I a, a I don't know, a women's premiership side, you know, mm. someone quite high up. Mm. Who,
2: yeah. We who, have done it in the past, I'm pretty sure. We've had, yeah. we've had teams come and come down and play. Mm. But even on a local level, we've we've got a full squad of Valkyries. I know. So we we we're filling teams for and we've got subs for games. Mm. Um, Amazing. And it it's Kind of coming full circle because you've got your girls who've been here since under tens who are now playing for the Valkyries. It's like would that mm. be the same Valkyries that are
0: as yet unbeaten and top of the table? Oh, it might be. Mm. It might be <laughs> amazing.
2: Yeah, it's not bad as that. It's, it's just it's phenomenal. A really good phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's a real pleasure for us to play. It's kind of, it's really good for, coming from my perspective. It's really good for the younger players. Mm. It's like. So I had the honour of captaining them a little bit earlier in the season. Um our our captain and our vice captain were both off for that game. So kind of lucky number three was me <laughs> for the day. Um but I said to them while I was playing, it is a massive honour. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, you look up to the ones who are playing for England, but that those ladies yeah. are the ones that we all looked up to. And yeah, I still look up to them yeah. and I'm playing with them. Yeah, yeah. It's they're they're your inspiration. They're the women who you say, Well, oh. I could do that. They live in Scarborough, they play in Scarborough. I've, I've got places to go. It just yeah. doesn't stop when I'm 18 and no. I move, have to move away like it was for Zoe. Mm. So Zoe had to go and find playing somewhere else. But we have got such a good setup here mm. and it just grows and it grows. And we've got more people who come down and support us at games. Mm. And yeah, it's, it's been really fab seeing the progression. It's, it's coming full circle it's, for my dad as well. Obviously, having been involved in the girls setup for so long with me, and then seeing his girls come up and and play for the Valkyries, debut with with the Valkyries, score their first tries for the Valkyries, it, it is a it is a big thing. We've got three, four, five, six, maybe mm. who've who've come through, kind of last couple of years, the first ones. But yeah, it's been fab, really, really good, brilliant. Emily Hasseldean, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. You are welcome. It's been an absolute <laughs>
1: pleasure. We've gone through half an hour again.
2: Oh, again. I was Honestly, thinking, I was looking at the old, other ones and I was like, I'm not sure I can talk for an hour. Gosh, I can't can't what in,
0: What's in me? You can <laughs> always talk to Charlie and I for yeah, half an hour. suppose. always. I just... Always. Yeah, <laughs> um,
2: thank you for having me. Yeah, everyone, thank
1: you coming on. Uh, I know you obviously didn't play at the weekend, um, but, you know, good luck for the rest of the season because I'm sure you girls will, will keep doing the club proud like you have been doing and, you know, it's really good, isn't it, to see the growth yeah. of, of yeah, the Valkyries.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, that's everything for, for us from 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 the touchline. Sharon, who's going to be in
0: the, in uh, number 10 the next time we speak? Well, I was just thinking, Charlie, we've been doing this podcast for five, six weeks now and yeah, we've gone actually. through two monarchs and three prime ministers, so... Could be anybody, really. I really
1: don't know who it could be. No.
0: Well, just keep tuned. changed, isn't it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Every week.
0: Oh, I just keep an eye on the phone. They might be ringing you.
1: Exactly. And, um, yeah, who have people got to look forward to for our next guest?
0: Our next guest is the lovely Helen King, um, who is with the Newby and Scorby Town Council. Uh, she's coming in to talk to us about her work with uh, a local group of ladies of a certain age um, who are all experiencing um, things that all ladies uh, Emily you've got this to look forward to mm-hmm. I'm sure your mum will have a chat with you about it um, and she has launched the menopause calendar which we did touch on last week but yes uh, Helen is coming in to join us uh, next week for a chat so I'm really looking forward to that.
1: Well that's, that's what you've got to look forward to and of course if you've liked what you have to What the menopause? To- <laughs> I mean, bump, I'll tell you what, Charlie, <laughs> half
0: of us have. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you're two out of the three of us here. have. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you like what you've listened to, um, then please do, um, you know, like, subscribe, share the podcast um, amongst friends. And, you know, all the episodes are available as well. So keep listening to them. Spread the word um, because we are continuing to grow. Um, And that is everything from from myself and Sharon here at SilverOid. We don't know who's going to be in number 10 the next time we speak. It could be an absolute mystery. Uh, But thank you very much for listening. And of course, we'll see you in the next one.